Today you're going to hear a conversation that I had with Ms. Violetta Wenger, who is a counselor at Hartnell College in Salinas, California, a place where I worked for a number of years and I had the opportunity of working directly with uh, Violetta, who is the counselor on our uh, campus. The campus is uh, in the heart of one of the most uh, challenged parts of uh, California, the Alicel area of Salinas, and opportunities abound to help serve predominantly first-generation non-traditional students. We're going to hear from Violetta how she does that and what students actually need and what we can do for them in higher education to support their workforce development, the economic development of our area, but most importantly, to create opportunities for the people who are very commonly forgotten. Violetta, tell us from your Hi. perspective, what are you seeing that your students are in need of? I know that you are in one of Amer uh, America's poorest zip codes, overwhelmingly Latinx, predominantly Mexican-American, lots of farm workers. What are you seeing? What have you seen? Tell us more. Uh, well, what we see is a lot of students who uh, come from, you know what I mean, um, uh, underrepresented groups who are looking for an opportunity at, um, you know what I mean, school to be able to, you know I mean, earn a higher income than they see their parents earn. Uh, so we see them wanting to come. But a lot of our students also, um, while they want to come to school and, and help their parents, they actually have to help their parents um, by working. So we have students who are working and coming to school. So we sometimes have full-time students and full-time employees uh, that are coming to our school. And they really want flexibility in uh, scheduling. You know what I mean? Oftentimes what I, what I hear in my office is students who... You know, I mean, go to their supervisor and they say, you know, I'm interested in taking these courses. And, you know, I mean, off the bat, they said, oh, yeah, sure. You know, supervisor lets them, um, you know, enroll in the class. And halfway through the semester, you know what I mean? The needs of their employer become more important. And then the student has to make a decision between one or the other. You know what I mean? So we have students who sometimes leave um, before the semester's over. So maybe for those students, you know what I mean, shorter uh, courses shorter um, instead of 16 weeks maybe eight week um, courses would work better you know, I mean it would help some of that um, I see a lot of students who uh, you know I mean, have a family and work full times and you know I mean it's easier for them to uh, take an online class that they can do their work during the weekend or in the evenings so um, just a lot of interest in online um, learning uh, education um, more, think, more more than uh, in the past are you seeing uh, research i think more than in the past yeah so i think students when COVID hit and we were forced to uh, move entirely online i think the students were really nervous they were really nervous about uh, online learning and they felt like they weren't ready for it um, but i think as, as time went by and they realized a lot of them realized that, that they actually were not that bad maybe it wasn't their ideal but it, it was it was more um, again flexible, you know what I mean, and it allowed them to do multiple things. So I think uh, uh, again, even if they preferred to come in person, being able to do it online meant that they could take more than one class a semester. You know what I mean. So uh, there is great need and interest in um, online um, courses. Um, so I see that. Um, I think the only thing that we uh, that I would like to see more is. Uh, just more support for students, um, more counseling uh, available for them, uh, 
perhaps more intrusive counseling, you know, because a lot of them really uh, making a counseling appointment, it's an additional, you know, I mean, schedule thing for them. They have to, something else they have to make room for, so they don't. It's not that they don't want to, they just don't have it. So maybe finding a way to weed or, or weave in some counseling um, in, in their, maybe in their courses. So, Violetta, the, the 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 thing about you is you don't just talk the talk. You've you've done it. Uh, you're an immigrant. Uh, you are a non-traditional student. How has it informed the way you serve students? And who is the typical student that that you see and you're able to help? I mean, if you were to draw a profile. Are you, do we see more drop uh, drop offs among males? Do we see uh, age being a difference amongst other things? Let me think about this. I think um, I, I definitely see a, a gamut of students. You know what I mean? Um, I work a lot with uh, career technical education programs. So I see a lot of students who are interested in those types of careers, uh, welding, construction, um, auto and diesel technology. Um, and um, in those areas, you see a lot of young men who are interested in those in those types of careers. Um, I think that um, um, what keeps them from moving forward is again just I think it's a financial situation where they find themselves that they don't you know what I mean that they don't have enough uh, financial resources to continue uh, and they have to contribute to their household so, so some of those some of those young men leave um, I see women I, I see women I mean whether whether it's fair or not, I think that women they're the brunt of you know child rearing in our society and you know, in particular in in, in in my culture in Mexican culture. So uh, I think if anybody leaves the school, it, it typically is it will be the you know I mean a, a woman. Um, let's see what else could I add to that as far as trends. Um, I think that my counseling, uh, in my experiences as non-traditional students, yes, I'm an immigrant and I'm a woman, and I, and I finished my my um, my degrees um, as an adult uh, with children. Um, I think that uh, I'm able to understand the scheduling conflicts and the hard decisions that people have to make. Um, so. Um, I think when you present options as far as what they can do and you do it in a way that lets them know that you understand you're asking them to make a hard choice and make a hard decision, it's difficult, you know what I mean? Um, or that you are um, um, honest about the challenges or honest about the fact that it's not going to be easy or how long it's going to take, you know what I mean? Uh, I think that students appreciate that. Um, what about, appreciate you talked about costs, so is it, the the fact that when you when you're not working earning money and every penny you put toward education is away from your family or is it the cost of books and the cost of commute the cost of having computers what are you seeing are, are the major obstacles that are preventing individuals because i can think you know uh, we've made students buy seven eight hundred dollar books that they're mm -hmm. going to be using as doorstops uh, even yes. during the class uh, but but tell me what are you seeing you hearing as complaints what is what are you seeing as obstacles in front of people because the rich are going to be able to afford it right it's not going to matter yes. to them. 
Yes. But the poorest of the poor for which community colleges are built. Question mark. It's the it's the cost of, uh, of of attendance. You know what I mean? Buying the textbooks and and uh, uh, transportation is is a big one, right? Having access to technology is another one. Um, I often see in you know what I mean, especially in older um, or adults, not older, but in adult couples. You know, I mean, sometimes the uh, one of the spouses uh, leaves the job and and uh, and the other one. So there's one single earner while the other one goes to school. And for them, you know what I mean. Uh, Purchasing textbooks is, you know, it's a big expense. Uh, gas, with the price of gas these days, it's that's been a challenge. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's the it's a day to day. So like losing one income and 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 then having to pay for school, even if it's even if it seems like a community college is more more affordable, you know, for our students, uh, paying a hundred dollars for a textbook is is a lot. Let alone paying way more than a hundred dollars. And taking yeah. three, four, five classes, all of a sudden, it's a small fortune. Before we went uh, on air, you, you were telling me a little bit about uh, the scheduling and how it impacts uh, students. Tell me more. How are you seeing that, and what are the impacts that 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 you're hearing about? Again, because we have students who are, you know, various uh, life situations where, I mean, they, they play different roles. They're not just students, right? They're employees. They are maybe parents or, you know what I mean, um, uh, sons or daughters who contribute to the household. So because of that, they they work any variety of ways, part-time, full-time, you know what I mean, at different times. So uh, for them to be able to complete a program in a timely manner, it means that, you know what I mean, we have to be... Uh, very mindful that we're offering courses, uh, uh, scheduling them at different times uh, so that students, you know what I mean, who have different schedules can take advantage of them. You know what I mean? If we are teaching the intro to welding on, only in the mornings, and that means that the evening welding students are not going to be able to, um, you know, to take advantage of it. So things like that, being able to rotate the schedule of the classes that are really important for them to complete. Um, also being able to, um, um, to offer all the classes within a, you know, I mean, a reasonable amount of time. In, in in California, we have to do it every two years, right? We have to make sure that we offer all the uh, required courses, um, but also that uh, uh, one of the things that I think that uh, I um, that really throws a wrench in in those um, uh, plans is also when there are classes and we don't have enough enrollment and, and we have to cancel courses and that throws students off terribly you know what i mean and a lot of the work sometimes that goes into counseling and making sure that students stay on track gets really uh thrown off by um i mean and i understand and i guess you know i understand from the from the uh, administrative perspective you know what i mean um uh, the decision but uh yeah course cancellations really really are not good for students. There was a time where we at Hartnell guaranteed our schedule, yeah, because we like because that. we designed our, our 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 schedules for growth rather than than uh, put everything out there. Now, tell me what you think instructors can do to support the student, and how you can work with instructors to support those same students. Um, I. Uh... I happen to work really closely with the faculty at, you know, I mean, at, at Hartnell in the programs that I that I work with uh, on a regular basis. They um, 
wholeheartedly believe in students getting counseling and getting, you know what I mean, the uh, support and the planning that the counseling provides. I think uh, instructors can help students by being more, um, um, I don't want to say lenient, but being more uh, open to changing rigid ways of looking at how they manage their classrooms. You know what I mean? I think, uh, again, because we have students who, play a lot of different roles and have a lot of different commitments that they have to that they have to maintain if they find a faculty member who uh, will allow them to turn in work you know what I mean that maybe it's not on the exact date or you know what I mean the due dates are more flexible than you know it's on this day or or, or not at all um, that um, uh, I don't know, provide assignments that are, um, again, take, take into consideration, you know what I mean, student schedules. Um, uh, scheduling, allowing, I mean, faculty putting student schedules ahead of their own, you know what I mean, being able to offer courses uh, when the students are available to take them instead of when it's more convenient for us as faculty. I think that's super important as well. 